1: Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we often talk about what's happening in terms of the money, the dollars and cents coming out of Washington, D.C. And a uh, great piece uh, on the dispatch of Brian Riedel, who's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, focusing on uh, budget, tax, and economic policy. Uh, and some great uh, upbringing. <laughs> I'm going to call it upbringing, Brian. Uh, six years as a chief economist to Senator Rob Portman, which is like a 20-year, you know, super mega PhD program uh, with Senator Portman and his focus on the budget, tax, and economic policy. Uh, Brian, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thanks so much, Boyd. And, and you're right. Uh, I was the budget advisor to someone who had run President Bush's budget office. So you can't fake it with a boss like that.
1: (laughs) Especially with with Senator Portman, who is is Uh, one of the (laughs) finest people on the planet. And uh, so good, good trading there. You you wrote a really compelling piece, an important piece, uh, talking about real entitlement reform, uh, what that actually means. A lot of times we throw all these, you know, trillion here and a trillion there. uh, But you're talking about something that uh, is really one of the big issues that nobody really likes to talk about.
0: Correct, but, you know, the, it, it, I am going apologize for throwing out numbers, but it's, it's really bad, and we're just at the tip of the iceberg right now. Uh, the reason we have trillion-dollar deficits going forward, even after the economy recovers, is because of specifically Social Security and Medicare shortfalls. And as a result, the, these two programs, Social Security and Medicare, face a $100 trillion cash shortfall over the next 30 years. Let me repeat that, $100 trillion cash shortfall. The rest of the budget is basically balanced for the next 30 years. It's all Social Security and Medicare shortfalls because you have 74 million retiring baby boomers entering a system that for most seniors pays out a lot more than you ever paid into the system. And so we have to deal with these costs. Or the tax hikes will be something you don't want to know about.
1: Yeah, and actually, we're going to talk about them because you you said out loud what I try to yell every day, and that is with these shortfalls. Even if you confiscated all the money, a hundred percent tax on the rich, or eliminated the defense budget, you're still not even close to that. And we're not even dealing with interest and debt and all those other things. That's just dealing uh, with these programs. Uh, and so that's let's that's- start. Oh, go
0: ahead. Yeah, you you could assess 100 percent taxes on millionaires and eliminate the Pentagon, and it still wouldn't pay the tab. Oh my
1: gosh, uh, that that is crazy. So let's let's start talking about the reality because that's what we try to do on this show. Uh, and there are some steps that are being taken, some good uh, bipartisan work, some people who are willing to open their eyes and uh, and do that. And so we're we're looking at the Trust Act uh, as one possible path to help save Social Security and Medicare.
0: Senator Romney uh, put out a bill that has achieved a surprising amount of bipartisan support in the House and Senate. All it simply says is we do not want the Medicare and Social Security trust funds, as well as the highway trust fund, to go bankrupt as scheduled. Uh, Right now, Social Security is scheduled to go bankrupt in 2032, and Medicare Part A is scheduled to go bankrupt in 2026. At which point you would see drastic across-the-board cuts for seniors. What, what Senator Romney's bill says is, let's create a separate bipartisan House-Senate Republican-Democrat commission to draft legislation preventing these these systems from going bankrupt. It doesn't say what they can come up with. They could raise taxes. They could cut benefits. They could run the printing press. It simply says, let's create these bipartisan commissions, require that anything they come up with has to be bipartisan, and then ensure that anything they come up with is guaranteed an up or down vote in the House and Senate. Seems like common sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, And we like that around here, uh, because we, we, we think if they actually have to put this on the floor of the House and the Senate, and they have to debate it in front of the American people, not behind closed doors, and then they have to take an up or down vote... Uh, things might change just a little bit
0: yeah I mean right now they just don't want to talk about Social Security and Medicare you know some people say well a commission we don't need another commission we need we need just just write a bill and pass it well the reason Congress won't write a bill and pass it is because they don't want to talk about Social Security and Medicare they don't want to address it in a bipartisan fashion and so this legislation kind of forces them to get in a room both sides, and, and work it out and force a vote on the issue, which is exactly what, what a lot of members don't want to do and, and what they need to do.
1: Uh, and what, One of those things you raised in uh, your piece on the dispatch, which is great. If you're not following the dispatch, that's a place uh, you all should be checking out. Uh, but your piece, uh, you also... Uh, rightly got into who's going to oppose this. You know, if you if you think about it logically, it's like okay, that makes sense for our seniors. We don't want to have drastic cuts and and put them out. We've made promises we need to we need to keep. Uh, this is also good for the future. Uh, but there are some folks out there uh, who are against this.
0: Yeah, the AARP, as well as groups like you know the National Committee for the Pre- to Preserve Social Security and Medicare are groups that supposedly exist to assist seniors and protect the, you know, their benefits to the highest extent possible. And yet they're, they're opposing this bill to save Social Security and Medicare from bankruptcy and, 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 frankly, lying about the bill, too, which does not serve their constituents at all. You know They're saying Social Security and Medicare are fine. We don't need to do any reforms, and this is just, this is just a Trojan horse to eliminate your benefits. But the reality is, if we do nothing like they're suggesting, you are going to have an across the board 27 percent cut in Social Security benefits and 13 percent cut in Medicare benefits automatically. So by saying that we don't need to do anything, they're essentially endorsing Across the board cuts that are even more drastic and harmful than whatever the commission is going to come up with—they're really serving their, their their members poorly.
1: Yeah, and I uh, I would also I think we should also do a quick audit on how many fundraising emails uh, those groups have used to to fight this bill. So please send your twenty five dollar donation now so that we can cut your benefits by twenty seven percent. That's
0: head scratching to me. Yeah, it's just, it's really cynical, and it, it, it's I think. You know, it's really easy to tell seniors, this is just, you know, Mitt Romney actually hates seniors, and he's trying to take away your benefits, because the more you scare people, the more money you can raise. Fundraising in politics is done through fear rather than love, and by demonizing people, uh, I'm sure they're raising a lot of money, but ultimately, they're heading these programs off a cliff, and it's not even just the 27% cut and the 13% cut for Social Security and Medicare, it's the fact that even with that, the other parts of Social Security and Medicare are going to grow so fast, you're still going to need to double our taxes just, wow. to, pay for the, just to pay for the current benefits that are scheduled even after those cuts. And they have no answer to that.
1: Uh. Brian Rideau, I'm going to have you come back because we're going to continue to monitor this and uh, shout this from the rooftops. This is uh, critical stuff for all of us to be thinking about, not just our seniors. Uh, We're all in on this one. Uh, A very important piece of legislation, the Trust Act, uh, is a good bipartisan first step there to be sure. Uh, Brian, really appreciate your writing and uh, all you're doing back there. Some really important work uh, there at the Manhattan Institute. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. That's a vital discussion. If you missed that one, go back, pick up the podcast, uh, read Brian's piece uh, on the dispatch. Uh, Really important stuff to save Social Security and keep Medicare solvent. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news when we come back. A win for the ages on KSL News Radio.
0: A gun in the face.
1: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today